It is Thursday, May 20th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Duval Motor Company. And now, the real reason behind the chicken wing shortage, J.P. Guilty as charged. Yes, welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Duval Motor Company. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman along shortly. We have a program today. Phase two continues in the offseason program with near full participation from the Jaguars. A lot of energy around the organization. We'll hear from Shaquille Griffin, Jaguars corner. Caught up with him yesterday after practice and get his thoughts on everything going on with the Jaguars. A gentleman named Tim Tebow signed a contract today with the Jags, and he is now a member of the organization as a tight end. We'll get to that. We'll go around the National Football League as well. Jeff Logman, we got some, some big-time tight end news today. Luke Farrell signed his rookie contract. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the, you know, yeah, of course, everybody's talking about Tebow. But I'm, that's I'm concerned about the chicken wing sh- shortage. Is that real? It's real. It's real, and it's not spectacular. No. For real? Yes. I mean, has Leon Searcy been eating all the chicken wings or what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lemon pepper is gone. I don't know. Uh, so here we go. We got I a lot. Know, seriously, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a concern. Right. Prices um, are going up because – I guess in the um, did the chickens get COVID or something? Well, no, the, there's still chickens. I don't think there's enough people that take the wings off the chickens at the uh, beginning stages of the process. Gotcha. Okay. So there's now a right. shortage. Of Interesting. Sorts. I love a chicken wing. Uh, don't you? Yes. Don't we all? Are thighs okay? I don't know. I mean, I didn't, that if, wasn't on the list. Thighs I are saw. okay. Then you know I'm going to make it because you know you can take the bone out of a thigh and uh, hmm. and flatten it out, and it's actually. Much better than a wing, in my opinion. Thank you for that. Um, just saying. This is a food tip of the day. So just chicken wings, no thighs, or in danger. Uh, you know, I need to do a little more research okay. into this to be really be <laughs> fully prepared on this topic. I was not expected to discuss. I'm tonight, just trying to okay. delay the inevitable. Yeah, I know. Well, let's we'll still add a little bit more. We'll get to uh, Tim Tebow coming up in just I, I didn't a little say bit. It was, what do you? What, <clears throat> I wasn't trying to delay that conversation. I was trying to delay the Shaq Griffin interview you have okay we'll delay that also um, we'll get to that coming up <laughs> a little bit later as well it is phase two of the offseason program uh, so individual drills only there's no team work against each other um, you know they, they are pretty specific in phase two it's only a, a three or four day process this week in phase two and then phase three the OTA periods start next week where you'll see a little bit more of the team stuff but still no pads They'll have some helmets on starting next week. But near-perfect participation, only a couple guys out yesterday for sure. DJ Chark was out yesterday. He and his wife had their first baby, so he was gone. Congratulations to them. Right. Uh, Fully voluntary period, of course, in the offseason. It's a new regime, new coaching staff, a lot of new players around here, and uh, it seems like everybody is on track here to try to get things going the right way early, it feels like. Well, look, I think there's always a lot of energy, not always, but I mean, for the most part, there's a lot of energy and a lot of excitement to be able to get back onto the field and especially to get back onto the field with a little bit of normalcy. Uh, you're not having the uh, the social spacing on the field and, and trying to keep guys separate. You know, I don't know what percentage, and this, I'd be curious to know this because of the, the reason a lot of these things are happening is because 
the vaccination schedule, I'm sure, has been been very good for this football team and many teams around the National Football League. And I would love to know the percentage of players that are vaccinated around the National Football League by now. And hopefully that number is very high. So, uh, but I'm sure for the players, this is this is great. And when I say it's great, think about it, and that the union back in the springtime tried to discourage a lot of participation in the in the OTAs and and the yeah. uh, practices and such. Which sure, me and you had that conversation, and we thought it was very ridiculous to have that conversation. Very aggressive on Twitter. The PA was putting all this stuff out on behalf of teams and stuff. And yes. and you're seeing league wide now that the participation is very high. I mean, very high. In some cases, 90-plus percent that's with teams. That's what it was in, here. Yep. In a lot of cases, that's where it's at. And, and, I, and I think also because the players didn't have the ability or the chance to do what they typically do, which is what they're doing now, last year, it made them miss it. And I, and I brought up the topic to you, JP, and how we were, I was disappointed in the union and trying to, to make that narrative of discouraging players to be there when there's so much to benefit from that. Injury protection, yes. camaraderie, mm-hmm. a chance to get better, a chance to compete and get better physically because you work out better when you're working out in a competitive environment. And so, I mean, it's just good to see the partici- participation high and the energy high. And I'm sure the players are excited to be back together and to be bonding, especially when you've got – you have a positive energy. And the reason you have a positive energy is because you have some momentum. You have a new coach who has been wildly successful. You have a new quarterback who has been wildly successful. And so when you're a part of that team, when you have a chance to be good, the excitement and the energy is upbeat. And you want to be a part of it. You want to participate in it. You want to get better yourself so that you can help the whole the whole goal of the situation. So so I'm excited for them, you know, just because they're they're getting back to doing football things, and it's been a while since they've been able to do some of these things. We haven't seen any of this offseason stuff last year because of the, the COVID-19 Nothing. business. So it was nice uh, to see the rookie minicamp last weekend, at least one day of it. Uh, a little bit yesterday, had a chance to walk out there and see some of the practice. And then next week, I think Wednesday's second OTA period of the 10 is open to the media as well. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a glimpse and uh, getting a chance to see what things are all about, and that's really the exciting part of this thing. Fired well, up, finally. Well, and, and they're working towards something. And, and you know, last year when you committed to, the, to that young team, mm-hmm. and we had this conversation, and, and we were doing it virtually because that's we weren't right. in the same room. That's right. But we were going, man, of all the years to commit to a youthful roster, this was not the year. Just because you're you're doing things uh, in a virtual fashion, you weren't having the ability to develop a young quarterback that you were expected to start the season with. And so thank goodness that you have gone back to some normalcy with a new coach and a new quarterback. Let's get to the big story of the day, though, around the Jaguars, of course. There's a big high school baseball game. Is that what you were referring <laughs> that, that to? That was uh, – yeah, sure. That's what I'm referring to. Of course, this morning – uh, Tim Tebow signed his contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end after all the hoopla over the last few weeks about him uh, getting some tryouts with the team and then possibly signing with the team. He did sign with the team today, and in the announcement, he had a statement saying he wanted to thank the Jags for the opportunity to compete and earn the chance to be a part of the team. 
I know it'll be a challenge, but it is a challenge I embrace. I'm dedicated to taking the direction of our coaching staff and learning from my teammates. I appreciate everyone's support as I embark on this new journey, end quote. That's Tim Tebow. And, the, uh, of course, his NFL career spanned three seasons as a quarterback, played a number of years in minor league baseball in the Mets organization, and just this spring retired from baseball. Uh, was also doing SEC Network analyst work a lot of times and a few other things, obviously. He's all over the place. But now he's back in the NFL, giving it a go at tight end. And uh, what if I would have told you – Wearing number 85, by the way. 85, yes, uh, is his jersey number. If I told you two years ago that Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, and Tim Tebow would be on the same team at the same time, what would you have told me? Uh, You're crazy. (laughs) Uh, but I would have been excited for it and, uh, and mostly excited for Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. The, 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 the Tim Tebow thing, I think it's a, it's a nice story, but it's not, it's not the main story. The main story with this football team is Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. And this Tebow stuff is certainly getting a lot of airplay. Everywhere. And, and it's getting a lot of conversation across the nation, and, and great. Um, but the big story, really, with this football team is Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. And, and, and for me, I look, I, I think it's cool that, uh, that this has become a story. Does it need to be a story? Probably not. He's a 33-year-old football player who has never really played the position. If that has enough weight to carry the story, I'm kind of confused here. You know, I think it's cool that he's trying to do it. And like I told you last week, I don't have a problem with it. Because 90 guys, when you go to camp, there's 10, 15 guys. You can sit there and say, these guys, essentially all they are is blocking dummies. They're not going to make it. They're bodies. They're camp bodies. So is taking one of those positions and allowing what has been a, a very good athlete, great athlete to some extent, to try out at the age of 33 a new position, does, does that make a lot of sense? Probably not. But does it take away from and, – and I've heard people say, oh, it takes away an opportunity of a, of a legitimate player. Well, give me a break. I mean, like I said, there's 10 to 15 guys on, on a 90-man roster that have no chance <laughs> yeah, and, and that are blocking if dummies. If they really had a chance, they'd be on a roster right now anyway. And here, here's the other thing. Urban Meyer has been wildly successful as a head coach. Right, I mean, wildly successful. Absolutely. So I kind of, I kind of trust him in that. You know, look, he's got a method to whatever he is trying to be doing, and I'm sure that there's a, a reason that he deems to be very important for bringing in Tim Tebow to play tight end, and and if he thinks it's good enough, I'm okay with it. And is it is it a Thing where people be, oh well, and I've heard people say that I, they can't believe that the Jaguars are. I mean, come on, we're, we're talking about one position on a ninety-man roster. But here's the thing: now that Tim Tebow signed a contract and he's wearing the black and teal, now he has to do his part, which first and foremost means he's got to earn the respect of the locker room. And I'm not talking about earning the respect of the locker room just by. Uh, being a solid guy and a nice guy, mm-hmm. I'm talking about he has to show the ability that he can play football, that he can help them, that he can help this football team. If he can't show that, then I think the players will sit there and look at Tim as kind of as a sideshow and will say, 
what is he doing here? You know, if, because if his skill set shows that he doesn't belong, the players in that locker room won't embrace him. I don't care how good of a guy he is. The locker room is about, can you help us win? If you can help us win, you'll be embraced. If you can't help us win, you will not be embraced. Simple as that. Well, the process is underway. He was on the field today in phase two, and we'll get our first look at him uh, next week. Wednesday, I think, is the first OTA practice that is open to the media, and uh, I'm sure coverage will follow. We've got plenty ahead on Jaguars Happy Hour. We'll hear from Shaquille Griffin when we come back. Jaguars cornerback caught up with him yesterday after practice to get his thoughts on the offseason program so far. And a little later, we'll hear from Urban Meyer on some of the rookies, including an offensive tackle, Walker Little. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The time for talk is over. And a new era has begun with quarterback Trevor Lawrence. We definitely feel the love and the support. And I'm really excited just to bring some energy to the city and do everything in my power to get us back to where we want to be. So I'm super excited to be a Jag. Single game tickets are now on sale. Call 904-633-2000 or visit jaguars.com. The countdown to kickoff is on, Duval. And we want to see you at the bank. Why are you taking selfies with the Pepsi Mango? I'm getting back into the dating app grind. I thought if refreshing Pepsi and delicious mango can find their surprisingly perfect match, then why can't I? Still lost? I'm metaphorically expressing who I am with this Pepsi Mango. It says I'm sweet, fun, and a little unconventional. And if they're looking for something refreshingly different, they should give me a try. Well, you are a little bit unconventional. Just enjoy the allure of the bold deliciousness that is Pepsi Mango. Try Pepsi Mango. That's what I like. Hi folks, Frank Frangie here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity 
Whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out, Ford trucks and SUVs are built to turn any drive into a winning one. America's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of SUVs, including Ford Explorer, Escape, Expedition, and the all-new Bronco Sport. The playmaking F-150 and the go-to Super Duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in America for 44 years straight. Break away and visit your local Ford dealer today. Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales. Greatness is really hard. Really hard. And I'm looking at a couple guys that have won it before and they understand how hard it is. That's why very few people get to that point. And you're gonna hear me talk about pushing people to the edge. And the edge is this, edge is where average stops and elite begins. Visualize that for a minute. That's why there's only one champion at the end of the year. It's not the best talent all the time. It's a group of people that do what? Learn to fight through the edge. You get to that edge, you fight through it. The best players I've had are the ones that fight through the edge. Oh, yeah, episode three of The Hunt coming up tonight, 7 o'clock on Jaguars.com and the Jaguars YouTube channel. That was head coach Urban Meyer, and this is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Duval Motor Company, J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. The edge is where average stops and elite begins, Logs, according to head coach Mm. Urban Meyer. Gotcha. Uh, that's inside access to a team meeting. I wonder at what point, because you know we're we're, we're seeing. First of all, the this, this show is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched it. It's really a, a real nice inside peek, glimpse into uh, some of the inner workings of a football team. But I, I'd be curious to know, from a league-wide standpoint, because you saw uh, the NFL has backed off on some of the requirements as far as masking and such. When are they going to go, go back to I – because mean, now you're on the field with players. Correct. At what point will you go back to having a classroom? Like in-person meetings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, of, instead of what we're seeing, which is the virtual situation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because I, I will say that it's got to be hard to get to know your coaches from a virtual standpoint, you know. I mean, it's part of – I think the enjoyment of playing professional football and playing sports is having the interaction. And, uh, and certainly it's about relationships, and, and those relationships develop when you get to spend time with people. And I'm not talking about spending time over a monitor. I'm talking about spending time in person with people. So uh, uh, hopefully they can get back to doing some of those things that are even more normal than uh, just the stuff on the field that they're seeing now. Shaquille Griffin is a new addition to the Jaguars this offseason. Free agent addition out of the Seattle Seahawks. The highest paid addition in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money going his way. Which, you know, look, he's, I mean, that's the market. I'm not bringing that up mm-hmm. to, to, to be negative in any way. I bring it up because when you get the free agency, you're trying to get some of the best of the best. And so when you want to get some of the best of the best, there, there is a price to pay. And he was the most expensive Jaguars free agent acquisition, I think, right? I mean, yeah, correct? I, and I couldn't think of another one. And uh, uh, really good football player. 
really good football player. So I'm looking forward to watching him play because I think he's going to be he's going to be a great addition. We caught up with him after practice yesterday, and he's new. There's a lot of new around him, obviously, in that secondary, trying to build that camaraderie. He had some thoughts about the uh, off-season program so far and the energy around the Jaguars organization. There's an energy out here, it feels like. Music's going after practice, a lot of participation, and that's a good thing. You're new to this program here, too, so what's it feel like the first few days? Oh, man, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a different experience. It feels good, and I feel like the reason why we have almost a perfect attendance is because you have guys who believe in something special. You know, Myers was the first one to believe by taking this job and knowing that we could turn things around, and then he got the guys he wanted to get. You know, drive went great, and now you got everybody here ready to get better, the way they improve, ready to change the world and the way they view us in Jacksonville. So, uh, you know, it started off with Myers first, and then the good thing is if Myers believe in it, we believe in it, and we believe in him. So that's, that's the reason why we have almost a perfect attendance because everybody wants to do great, everyone wants to do better. So, man, uh, this feeling has been unexplainable at the moment. You got here in free agency, and then is Urban as advertised in meeting rooms? You know, that's, that's kind of the sales pitch in free agency, all yeah. that. You don't know if it's real. What is it? Yeah. How's it feel in real life? Man, he's the same as he portrayed. You know, uh, he, he loved winners. So, you know, he know how to win. He know what it takes. And now he's getting everybody to believe in that same thing. You know, it's the same energy day in and day out. You know, and he can care about what everybody else say, what everybody else thinks. He believes in his players that he got and his team. So when you got a coach like that, you know, I'm ready to run through a brick wall for him, you know, because it's the type of confidence that he have in us, you know, as the, uh, as the organization. So, uh, you know, it, as, as advertised, you know, it's exactly what you get, you know, and that's, that's urban, and I, and I love him for it. You know, I feel like everybody else loves him too for that. And, uh, man, we're ready for great things. Urban's big on the performance side of this business too, uh, strength and conditioning, everything that goes into that and it's not just lifting weights after practice i'm sure everybody has their own program it sounds yeah. like yeah no doubt and uh, the main thing is he want to give us the best opportunity to be great so he got coaches and the staff that that's perfect you know that's 10 to everybody in specific positions and, and that's different because you know it's easy to just put d-line or o-line you got dbs you know it's that weight that weight class is different but now that he's he's attacking certain areas for bigger guys attacking certain areas for faster guys you know i can tell the type of work they put in it and put the group together to make sure that we at our best when it comes to this season and you know that's the best part about it you know he break it down he want to make sure we have the best of the best and he's out showing that and then the staff has continued to show that and uh man it's the perfect i'm ready to get back in shape perfect shape as possible so you know i'm excited for him and i'm loving i'm loving being here you know you're new here but a lot of guys in the secondary are new here yeah, too yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the time of year to build that camaraderie that chemistry yeah as a defensive backfield and how important are these next uh, three four five weeks oh man uh it's very important you know we started early you know uh, every tuesday since i've been here i haven't had my, my house yet but you know right in my apartment you know i take the guys every tuesday we'll have taco tuesday you know we bought a pool getting a chance and, you know this is guys who i never met before at the first time so i'm breaking them all in you know i'm accepting them that they accepted me and you know, we have our Taco Tuesday every Tuesday. We get a chance to get together, speak, get a chance to understand everybody's story, everybody's family, because that's who I'm going to battle for. I wanted you to know that you can count on me to protect you and your family while I'm out on this field. And we already starting to build that, so I'm trying to get everybody on the same page, you know. Uh, the second week here, I took the whole defense out, you know, to uh, what it was. I forgot. It's like Texas State, Brazil. I forgot. Uh, there we go. That's exactly, that's exactly where we went, took the whole defense out. And now like one of the best experience because, you know, these are things that they weren't used to. And now it's just something I can count on, you know, you know, throughout the whole year. You know, you got them off days. We go and watch film. We get a chance to interact. You know, these are the guys who I'm competing with, the guys who 
I'm going to battle with. I want you to be able to trust me like I can trust you. So we already started that. And these next couple of weeks, the next three weeks is going to be just as important throughout, even when you go to camp and you go through the season. Every week is important to get a chance to get closer every single day. Favorite kind of taco and place where you get the Taco Tuesday? Oh, where does it rotate? Man, um, I really got to go with the, the chicken and shrimp. You know, and then every now and then, if I do switch up, and I go steak and shrimp. And then when I'm feeling a little fancy, I just do one of each. <laughs> but uh, no, you know, I, I, tacos don't get old. I think I can eat tacos every single day, Monday through Sunday, which I don't think is a good thing, but I could. <laughs> That's Shaquille Griffin, Jaguars cornerback. Thanks for the visit yesterday after the Phase 2 practice. And uh, good to catch up with him. First did, time. Did, did I hear him hear say him. that he took the entire defense to dinner? To Fogo de Chao, yes. The uh, <laughs> Brazilian steakhouse, yes. I want to hang out with that guy. Uh, me too. <laughs> More interviews, Shaq. I'll be good for him. I'm, yeah. I, I'll never forget. And uh, when I was a young player, we had you know some some pretty good veterans. But then when uh, Pete Carroll's our defensive coordinator, Bruce Cosett was our head coach, and then free agency hit the National Football League, and we were able to acquire uh, at that time a couple guys that uh, I have the utmost respect for. One of them is Art Monk. Mm. who was yeah, a receiver. tremendous leader by example. Yeah. Ronnie Lott came aboard. Yeah, Leonard Marshall, Boomer Esiason, some of these guys that were great players in the National Football League. And Ronnie Lott really brought in kind of what Shaq Griffin is, is talking about there, about trying to team build a- away from the facility to where you get to know your teammates. And Ronnie did some of that. Ronnie actually would – because this is going back – to to a time when in the National Football League, you know, now you have performance trainers, you have dietitians, you have chefs that are brought on board. The meals are cooked for players when the OTAs are going on like they are now. Back in that era, they didn't have any of that. We didn't have any of that. We didn't even have meals brought in, which was crazy. I mean, we were there at the building all day, mm-hmm. and if you wanted lunch – you had to get in the car and go get lunch. Go get lunch. Right. I mean, you had to go to the deli or bring it in like a brown paper bag. Yeah. And Ronnie, when he came in, he started bringing in catering so that after the workday, we would watch film together as a group. And, uh, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. But it was just one of those things that he brought with him from the championships that he had won with the 49ers, and that's how they did it. That's how they – Got better as a team. So when I when I hear that Shaq is doing something like that, I mean, for me, I think that that's impressive because you got when it, that's hard to do for a young guy to come in and take a leadership role, even though you're a veteran player, mm-hmm. because sometimes you, there's not a comfort level in doing that. But having somebody that you bring in that is comfortable taking on that role and aggressive in doing so, love it. There is a lot of new around him, too, as we referenced in that interview. I mean, in theory, four of the five starters in the secondary could be new guys to the organization this year. C.J. Henderson might be the only one. Everybody could else could be new. Could be. I mean, I, and that's a lot of change. And and I think this, this organization is going to even undergo more change in, in, in another year. I mean, because typically in the first couple of years, once you – have a new coach, you have a tremendous amount of turnover in the first couple of years, so that's not to be unexpected. You hope that that doesn't happen because then it just takes more time to get to where you want to be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of turnover.
A lot of change. A lot of new. There was a lot of change uh, last year as well in the secondary, but well, for other lot, reasons. It, I, I got to say this, JP, because you know, last Saturday, yeah. when we had the opportunity to watch a day of the rookie minicamp, mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed it for from the standpoint of I liked the tempo, I liked the organization, I liked the way that they went about their business in that rookie minicamp, mm-hmm. and. Rookie mini camps that I've seen in the past, there was always this, we got to go fast, we got to go fast, and, in your, and it was almost trying to shock the rookie system. Mentally and physically it was what I've seen in historically, not just here, but other places as well. And I liked the way that it was just a little bit different and that it had a real nice teaching element to it because – I mean, when these young players come in, they don't know what they're doing. And I've been there. I, I'll never forget, JP, when, when my linebacker coach handed me a playbook, and his name was Jim Vicarella, handed me a playbook and said, here, you go, learn it. And it was one of the – and I was like, well, when are we going to be able to meet? And, to, you know, to te- and no, there's your playbook. I mean, that's kind of the attitude <laughs> yeah. that was taken. Yeah. And whereas, look, I mean, now, look, you depend on young players to play. they got to contribute. You, and it's your job as a coach and as a staff to get them up to speed as fast as you possibly can. And so I, I like the tempo and I like the way that they were teaching in the rookie minicamp. And obviously a short glimpse at it for the one day that we were able to watch it. But uh, I'm looking forward to watching next week's OTA where you got the entire group, you know, and seeing how that tempo is and – because you can't ever lose that element of learning because that learning is about development. And that's developing the guys that you have on your roster to making them better players so you can become a better team. Let's come back and we will get into some of those performances in that rookie minicamp this past Saturday. And some highlights, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. And we'll hear from Urban Meyer on Walker Little when we come back as well. If you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. And we're halfway home. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill. Everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity oi bonjour xin chào dobry deň ki financiat kon como te podemos ayudar if you have an accident the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier that's why at fair and fara we have a team as diverse as our clients so no matter what language you speak we'll fight for your voice fara and fara here for you nahna hon lal kel ici pour vous aquí para todos here for all. Jacksonville. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk, checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk, checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. We've been through a lot this past year, but there's light at the end of the tunnel and comfort in knowing we don't just have good things to look forward to, some have been with us all along. Because no matter what happens out in the world, our pets are always there for us and we are always there for them. Pet Paradise, it's a new day in pet care. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But never, you know, the mindset never changes. You're always expecting to win and you prepare to win. So I think that's why they brought me here. They didn't bring me here to expect to lose. And I know we got a lot of guys here that are, that are ready to win and, and want to win. So um, we're, we're on the right track for sure. A winning mentality from quarterback Trevor Lawrence. And welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Duvold Motor Company. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. Glad you're along with us today. We've covered the Tim Tebow story. We heard from Shaquille Griffin a little bit earlier. Jaguars cornerback. Trevor Lawrence there. We uh, touched briefly on rookie minicamp last weekend. This is the first chance you and I have had to sit down since then. You know, Trevor was not doing – Trevor, we haven't, I haven't met him in person. Lawrence was, um, was not doing handoffs or taking snaps from center as a precaution because mm-hmm. of that left shoulder. Let me ask you a question, But though, he was JP. throwing, yes. Lawrence. Did you see a center out there in rookie minicamp? No. Okay. Did not. <laughs> so <laughs> – but he was throwing the ball around a little bit. He was on a pitch count, Urban said. Uh, but, uh, you know, it does come out of his hand rather nicely, I'll say that. Uh, that's an understatement. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, uh, he looks the part. I-, I can tell you that in all the years of watching young quarterbacks come in Jaguars camp, I've never – nothing has ever made me go, wow. I mean, th- this guy makes you go, wow. Um, the ball – how he throws it, his placement, his accuracy, his velocity, his footwork, 
he he just makes it. I don't want to say makes it look easy because it's not easy, but he is gifted, and there's there's no doubt. I mean, that's why he was the consensus first overall pick in the draft. That's why many people said that a few years ago that he was going to be the first overall pick in the draft when he was a freshman at Clemson. I mean, it, it he has an incredible amount of talent, and it's going to be fun to watch him. And they, they just need to do make, make sure that they do a good job with giving him the best possible environment to succeed that they can. And it looks like they're working towards that because that's not something that you just it just you you know flip the switch and then all of a sudden it's there. I mean it's a it's a constant process that is ever evolving, and you have to continue to provide input and resources to it. And I'm sure that they're going to do everything that they can. But I'm going to tell you right now, JP, he is the real deal now. I mean, make no mistake about it. Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. It sounds like um, maybe toward the end of OTAs around that mini camp, uh, Urban Meyer said he should be close to 100% and able to do pretty much everything. That's a good sign. Well, it's a good he start. He could do everything Trevor. now. I mean, he if, could, but if, they're just being cautious. Yeah, I mean, if they, if they wanted to let him do everything, I mean, and remember now, the surgery was on a non throwing shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, is that an issue? No, I mean, three months it's healed. Is he at risk of hurting it? No. Uh, is it smart to make sure that you take it a little bit slow because you can? Yes. And, uh, and, and they're doing the right thing and uh, not taking snaps from center during rookie minicamp. A lot of people kind of made a big deal out of that. But then again, let me point out, there was not a center on the field. Yeah. There was two offensive linemen. Yeah. And right. one was a guard and one was a tackle. Correct. That was it. That's the only two offensive Correct. linemen you had on the field. Correct. So, uh, I, and uh, d- does Jimmy Luck snap? <laughs> no, not that I know does of. Does Jeff snap, the equipment guy? <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> Jeff DeLuca, I don't think that. He's big enough, to, but so, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, but it was, it was fun watching him throw. And, and really, when quarterbacks, I mean, th- there's a lot of quarterbacks that can throw football that a receiver can catch. The special quarterbacks throw the ball – to where it puts the the person that's catching the ball in the best possible position. And what I mean by that, watching film and also watching him practice, if the receiver, and a receiver can be a tight end, a running back, a a wide receiver, it doesn't matter. The person who's catching the ball, okay, is essentially a receiver. If, If he can catch the ball in stride without having a hitch or a change in his momentum or anything like that, it makes it better for the receiver. If the quarterback throws it behind a receiver to make him slow down mm-hmm. because there's impending comp- contact, if he were to throw it on time and allow the receiver to be in stride, that's beneficial to the receiver. I mean, that's the way that Trevor Lawrence throws the football. He has a very innate ability to place the ball where it needs to be to benefit the receiver, which benefits the team, and it's just – it's. It's a joy to watch. I mean, some receivers when they're young or quarterbacks when they're young, you're just happy that they get a completion. And I'm not saying that he's going to step onto the field in his first game ever and look like uh, the rebirth of, of Troy Aikman or Peyton Manning in, in year three, their years three. But, I mean, it's going to take some time. But, man, it's uh, – I told this to a, a couple people recently because a lot of people were asking me questions over the last week or so. Since the mini camp happened, they were like, "Did you see it? Did you see it?" I'm like, yeah, "I did see it. I went and saw it, and saw it on Saturday." And mm-hmm. 
and they're just dying to know how does he look. And I just said, you know, I've never been one that 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 gets into the hype, but I will tell you, be excited. And I, I told this to the, the, the people that asked me the question. They're fans of the Jaguars. I said, be excited. And I said, because you know what? I'm excited. I mean, that's how good my eyes are telling me that this guy's good from film, from watching him in person. And I didn't get the opportunity to stand by to hear the ball. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, <laughs> right. Okay. Wasn't yeah, that close to him. But, uh, but yeah, he's a, he's a special talent. The uh, One of the most overblown stories of the offseason, which we've had a few around here, it feels like Travis Etienne working out at wide receiver during that mini camp. And that's basically what Urban Meyer said. He's working out in this three-day mini camp at wide receiver because of some of the things we talked about earlier also. Well, he hasn't really run a lot of routes in his uh, college career to begin with uh, on the outside. He did a lot of his work out of the backfield in the passing game. But also, Trevor Lawrence wasn't handing the ball off to anybody. So that was not going to be allowed for him. Uh, from what I understand, he's back at running back now. And, hey, guess what? It's like riding a bike. He took a handoff and found open daylight and ran through it. Well, so he can do all of this. What is what is ETN going to gain from being in a mini camp, being the only running back out there, right? and being out on the field with 16, 17 guys and taking a handoff? And there's you're basically running on air. You know, you, there's really there's nothing, nothing to be gained for him. Oh. He's played running back, and so why not expose him to something different, which is you know playing receiver and learning maybe some of the finer details and some of the teachings of playing wide receiver because they want him to be a dynamic back, which is somebody that's going to separate from the formation and create some matchup problems. So uh, I, I don't want to say it was brilliant. I wouldn't go that far, but I thought it was a great idea by yeah. Urban Meyer. And it's a perfect time to do it, too. Well, yeah, I mean, and yeah. is it uh, is it worthy of national news? Travis Etienne's moved wide receiver That's for Jaguars mini, rookie minicamp. No, it's not worthy of that. People were like crushing Urban about it. Like, come on, people. Yeah, I, and I don't, I don't, I didn't see that. Yeah, but I mean, oh, I, I, I'm sure that so. it happened. But it just look, there's nothing wrong with exposing a player to some of the nuances of playing wide receiver, so that maybe he can learn something that he can carry over to him being a receiver as a running back. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, th I thought it was a good idea. Let's hear from Urban Meyer about an offensive lineman the Jaguars selected, Walker Little. Urban, shockingly, loves the guy. We just believe he was uh, he would have been a first-rounder had he been never had that knee injury. At one point, he was one of the top tackles in the country. And, and that was really hard because you never saw him until they, they got here. You know, you just don't know what their legs look like, et cetera. And then when he got here, you're like, you know, 20% body fat is pretty good for a 330-pound uh, man. Let's see how he fits in the grand scheme of things once the veterans are here and they're all on the field together. But the measurables are certainly there, Logs. What did you well, think when you saw him last weekend? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I thought when I saw him in person and also what I saw from watching him on film because I watched every snap that he played from the one game that he played in 19, and I watched uh, multiple games that he played in 18 when he was essentially a true freshman. And my my impressions at minicamp, he is a naturally big man. And when I say naturally big, it's not like he's an inflated 330 pounds or 325, whatever he weighs. He He is – a big man. He has big frame. He has big bones. I mean, he's got big legs. 
It's not like he's just you know he ate extra an extra four sandwiches a day to get to three thirty, and he and he's looking like the uh, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. That's not it. And he the one thing that impressed me about his the way he plays. First of all, he's got excellent feet, excellent feet. Never puts his head in there. Excellent hands. His technique, Baselli is gonna love. And Baselli is a a little bit of a, a hard butt when it comes to <laughs> criticizing technique. He's a stickler. Yeah. But I think what impresses me the most is that his ability to bend. When he gets in a stance, he can literally put his glutes down on his ankles and literally turn side to side the flexibility, the athleticism. And I said this, and I'm not going to back away from it. I'll say, I'll, I said it to some people, and I'll say it right here. Mm. I think he will be the second-best draft pick in this draft class. Okay. Write it down. Okay. I, bl- that I believe down. that strongly right. and that, right that he will be behind Trevor Lawrence. He will be long-term the best draft pick in this draft class. I think he is going to be a franchise left tackle. He's just going to need a little bit of time to get back into the swing of football. Correct. He's been out for two years. Well, yep. well not quite two years. Okay. Be, I mean, one well, game I mean, in essentially almost two years yeah. because he played one game in 19, and, and then Stanford didn't decide to start the season until late, and at that point he chose not to play, which I don't blame him. But, I mean, we're talking about a young man who was, if I remember correctly, he was all packed, is it 12? Yeah, in, in a sophomore season, yes. Correct. I mean, First team all back. Wow. Yep. I mean, that, that's tremendous. So, uh, he's got it all now. I mean, he's, he's got it all. Because I, mean, I always look at it, I look at tackles from the standpoint of if you're facing them, yeah, what do, do you, how do do you, you see them? the holes? Yeah. Do you see any weaknesses in their game? And, uh, and I don't see any weaknesses in this game. Wow. Okay, let's get him. Let's this, get him this, out on the this, field. In my opinion, this is the best tackle selection the Jaguars have had since Baselli in the draft. It's saying a lot. There've been a lot of tackles drafted. Well, I mean, look, there hadn't been a lot of great ones. I mean, I mean, Tony was obviously. I mean, he's yeah. Hall of Fame caliber. Right. Uh, should be in the Hall of Fame. But think of some of the other tackles that the Jaguars have drafted. Hmm. I mean, Cam Robinson is is obviously uh, a higher pick that they've been able to take. Uh, Luke Jokel, um, Mo Williams. Well, Mo Williams. I mean, Mo is going back a little Eugene bit. Eugene Monroe. School. Eugene Monroe. This guy right here is that will be the, okay. the the next best tackle to play All for right. this organization. You heard it here first. Uh, let's come back in a moment. We'll go around the National Football League and single game tickets are on sale now for the 2021 Jaguars season. Visit Jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. There are a team of representatives available and ready to help you get back in the bank in 2021. And it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. coast to coast are running a quick out four trucks and suvs are built to turn any drive into a winning one america's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of suvs including ford explorer escape expedition and the all-new bronco sport the playmaking f-150 and the go-to super duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in america for 44 years straight break away and visit your local ford dealer today 
Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity Kessler Creative proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars has the large format printing services running in high gear creating large banners for marketing events full vehicle ramps learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation from eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays Kessler does it all Kessler Creative Jacksonville Florida Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat. More cheese. More veggies. More quality. More taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash. Made fresh. Dailies. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit CSICompanies.com. Or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for CSI Companies. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com slash Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, equal housing lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are now on the clock. Well, when the league called, they said you have to wait seven minutes to turn in the card. So we didn't pick up the phone to call him. You know, we just sat there and he's sitting on his end wondering why we haven't called him. We were past like uh, six minutes when, you know, we we're ready to turn it in. And then there was the setup. <laughs> You know, we started calling and getting a recording. <laughs> so, so, and there you've seen the clock tick away, and then let's try it again. You know, <laughs> got the same recording. And uh, so, after about three tries, it's like, uh, you know, we're getting nervous, and, you know, Urban said, I'm getting on my cell phone right now. Hello? Trevor. What's up, coach? The Hunt, Chapter 3, tonight, Jaguars.com and the Jaguars YouTube channel. 
Behind the pick of Trevor Lawrence. Some inside access there with Jaguars owner Shad Khan exclusively for the hunt. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, not that they weren't going to pick him anyway and not that he would turn them down, but you still want to talk to the guy and do all that before you turn the pick in. And they were coming down to it a little bit. But there was just a, one number off, apparently, in the, in the league's number um, list. So... Good thing Urban had the cell phone number. Never trust the league to give you the number. <laughs> well, I I mean, that's that's yeah. rule number one. You get your own numbers. Yeah. Anyway. Because the, the league will mess it up. Somebody at the league office is going, yeah, we're going to mess with Jacksonville. <laughs> we're going to change one digit and Trevor Lawrence's phone number just so they can get nervous. It worked out, of course, and he is here. He is with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Check that out tonight, though. And if you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com community and fuel greatness from anywhere. And this is the part of the show last week where we went into a long story about milkshakes. But uh, we'll leave that alone this week. Going to have one tonight. Probably will. Yeah. Let's go around the National Football League. Another former professional baseball player is back in the NFL today. Not named Tim Tebow. Tyler Gaffney was signed by the Patriots today. He had spent time in the NFL with the, 40, or the Panthers, first of all. He was a draft pick of theirs. The Patriots, 14 through 16, was with the Jaguars in camp in 2017, but went on injured reserve and never played. Then he retired, and then he played professional baseball in the 2018 season in the Pirates system in Bradenton down here in Florida and was up in Altoona and AA for a little bit as well. He retired from baseball in February of 2019. He's now back with the Patriots in the offseason as a running back. Hmm. Well, look, uh, more power to him. And so here's here's the thing. Yes. Do you hear an uproar or or a lot of conversation about him signing a contract with the New England Patriots? Part of that is I mean he was a running back before. So it's not going to yeah, be as far as still to him. you play, played baseball, yeah, he comes years. back, you know, he yeah. hasn't been doing anything for a couple of years. I mean, you know, where's Where's the, <laughs> Where's the, the front page the intense ESPN. conversation <laughs> right. about that signing? We're going to have a long conversation about Tyler Gaffney on Get Up Tomorrow on ESPN, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Mark Brunel in the news today, Lots. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard. He was yeah. uh, stoking the fire a little bit, trying to get his new Detroit Lions football team, where he is the quarterback coach, Yes, trying to get the team a little fired up and give it some hope and saying that they have a chance to do great things this year in Detroit just like the Jaguars did in 1996. Everybody was counting you guys out in 96, and probably rightly so. You were 4-7 midway through, well, a little more midway well, through. We weren't, we weren't doing very good at the time, but, I mean, we, we, we had some pieces that were starting to come together. We just needed yeah. to kind of have it all work at the same time instead of having, you know, one area not working one week, and then the next week it changes. But uh, good for Mark. First of all, I'm excited for Mark because Mark – Mark comes from a family of coaches. His dad was a coach. Mark has always been a coach. He was the head coach, obviously, at a high school here in Jacksonville. And uh, so he's getting to do what he wants to do, which is coach ball. And he gets to do it with, uh, with an organization that is excited about their prospects. They have kind of like the Jaguars. Obviously, they didn't have the first overall pick and don't have that kind of momentum, but they have 
a new coach, a new general manager, mm-hmm. and a new excitement building in Detroit. And yeah. uh, and Mark's able to be a part of that, and, and I'm happy and for him. And a new quarterback, Jared Goff, the, the deal to uh, to move um, Stafford over to L.A. Brought Goff back to Detroit. So Yeah, and I, I, th- I think Detroit got uh, got the better end of that. Uh, because, you, you know, so. this past year we, we were able to – watch the Lions because the Jaguars played the Lions and Stafford when I watched the film on Stafford he wasn't very good the last time we saw him and uh it wasn't very good against the Jaguars and they won but it wasn't because of him I I just think that the the Rams have gotten fleeced in a, on on a couple occasions with trades and I I think the Rams did a, a poor job in this instance in my opinion the Matt, Buc- they're, they're not a quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl. And, and Matt they Stafford feel like is, they are. And Matt Stafford is not that quarterback that's going <laughs> to take them to the Super Bowl. They feel like they are, apparently, over there. I, the, I could be wrong. The Buccaneers, apparently, were a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl because they did it last well, year. And because he's the GOAT. He is the GOAT, and they did a few other things, of course. They brought everybody back in this offseason. But Bruce Arian says he plans on coaching for a while, even after Tom Brady retires, whenever that happens, that could be 10 years from now. I, I, he said, quote, I don't have any plans on retiring. It's just when do I not want to go back to work? When I'm not excited about going back to work, then I'm cheating somebody, end quote. Well, you could argue, we were talking about this earlier today, Logs, you and I, off the air, of course. You know, the Jaguars are right there as one of the top storylines of the offseason, but then you remember the Buccaneers are coming off a of Super Bowl with the GOAT on the team, and they re-signed every starter on both sides. Yeah, look, uh, first of all, Bruce Arians is one of my favorite coaches in the National Football League, um, mainly because he's, he's entertaining. He's, he's, when, he, when he talks, he gives you good information, and sometimes it, uh, it kind of makes you chuckle a little bit. Yeah, he shoots straight. I'll say that. He totally does. And uh, and and he's not. And I, I give him credit. This past year, he would was not even afraid to shoot straight about the performance of Tom Brady at yeah, times, yeah. which a lot of people were like, "Oh my God, I can't believe he said anything <laughs> like that about Tom Brady. How dare he?" <laughs> well, I mean, he's a coach. You know, that's 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 how he's wired. That's what he is. I mean, I, and I'm glad that he didn't change who he is, just because he was coaching the goat. I mean, you got to be who you are. And so, good for him. I mean, good for him. He's. He paid his dues, and, and it took him a long time to get the opportunity to be a head coach in the National Football League, first and foremost. And when he finally got it kind of unexpectedly, he did a great job, and it's good to see him back. He was an assistant coach under Bear Bryant at Alabama. That's how long he's been in the game. Long, long time for Arians. Uh, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts says he's not above a quarterback competition in Philadelphia. Joe Flacco's with the Eagles, of course. Hertz has some uh, history, at least in changes at the quarterback position with him in one of those changes at Alabama. He was benched in the national title game and it was a backup for Tua Tungavailoa his remaining time in Tuscaloosa and then transferred to Oklahoma. So he's up for the battle. I, I think he'll win the battle, though, I would think. Yeah, who's he battling? Flacco. JP. <laughs> Where's the battle? <laughs> I'm just saying that he's open for it if there's going to be a competition. Well, okay. Joe Flacco has not has not played well in quite some time. Right. I mean, really, he has not played well. How old is he now? He's he's getting uh, up there. He's not that old. I mean, as far as quarterbacks go. Yeah. I mean, he's much 36. younger. He's 36. 
Is he really? Yeah. It's about the same age as Matt Ryan? 36 years old. I would old. have thought he was younger than Matt Ryan. So yeah. he's about the same age as Matt Ryan. 36. Interesting. He was the 2008 draft pick. He has not played well, though, in a while. I mean, and, and that's – I mean, so to, there's no competition in Philly. If you're a coach, you're not even thinking about playing Flacco. You're, you're going with the, yeah, the youth. Absolutely. Uh, logs well done. Check out the official Jaguars podcast network, the archive of this program coming up. I will. The Ozone podcast coming up tomorrow with Marvin Jones visiting with John Osher. That's tomorrow morning on the podcast network. Joe Fortunato, Brent Reber, our entire crew. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time on Jaguars Happy Hour.